Comforting words, no? Comforting words from Jesus. John chapter 10, what I read from verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus comes that the sheep may have life and have it, not just to have it, but to have it abundantly, right? Very comforting words. So the words Jesus are saying are like a calm before the storm. And we know what the storm is. It's going to be next week, the start of Holy Week. And the end of Holy Week, which is the passion, death, burial, and resurrection, the highest point of the entire history of salvation and our faith. So it's the calm before the storm. Jesus says, I lay down my own life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me. But I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to take it again. Jesus is saying, despite the fact that the storm is going to hit, I am in full control. Nothing that's happening is outside of what I am accepting and allowing. And even the very death is something that I have control over. So it's great consolation. Great consolation. Thank God we aren't the ones in control, no? Every time we go to confession, we thank God for that, right? That we're not in control. He's in control. And so this is why I think this is such a consoling message. He wants us to have life, to have it abundantly. Okay. There has been a homily that I've been wanting to preach to this parish almost since I've got here. But I don't preach my own opinion. I don't believe priests, any, anybody should do that. We should only preach the gospel because we're servants of the gospel, right? We're servants of the word, not of our own will. But this homily, I've been letting the Holy Spirit tell me, you know, you put the, you put the meat in the maraqa, you let it marinate, and then when the time is ready, you know. So the time is ready. This is the homily I've been really, really wanting to share with you for a very long time. Um, and Father Pierre and I actually spoke about this too. So we both... Uh, synchronized our homily points together. And it's in light of what Jesus says. It's in light of the consolation that he gives. The peace that he gives, that he establishes. First off, whatever moment you're in coming into this church right now, even if you haven't been to Mass in a long time, even if you fell deep into not doing your Lent, committing to your Lent faithfully, even if you haven't even started fasting from anything, I don't care what place you're in. Right now, the terms are set. Jesus is in control. So you enjoy while he's taking the wheel. You enjoy. Because Jesus is going to take you to the pasture, right? The good destination. He's the good shepherd. So I want you to not let the temptation of discouragement hit you or shame or any of that. Okay? That's not from God. So let that be kicked out of the church in the name of Jesus. Okay? Let that... Let that go figure out another place to go. Go to hell or something, you know? Those are not from God. So let's take peace in this. As the shepherds of this church, the priests of this church, really, um, uh, I'm going to give you a message that is a message of peace. Okay? I like what Father Pierre said last Mass. The shepherd has the staff. He brings the sheep in to keep them close. And then he has the butt of the staff where he hits the wolf. I'm not going to hit you today, okay? We're going to bring you in. So that's what the theme of what I'm going to say is. And really, it's to upbuild you. 
It's to, I want to make a comment about this church. That's what this homily is about. It's to upbuild you. I've served, you know, in very different many contexts uh, as a priest. I've served in a couple parishes on the east side. I've got to see the community of Sydney, of Melbourne, and of Auckland, New Zealand. I've got to see Chicago, you know, and I know a lot of the other churches, their communities, especially the Roman Catholic churches. But what I've seen in this community, honest to goodness, I am very impressed by this community. I'm very touched by this parish. You guys are catechized. You know your faith. But you're not just like the devil who he knows the faith, but you believe. No matter who. I mean, the people that I've encountered in my ministry here so far have their hearts on Jesus Christ. They want to go to confession. They want to keep God as the center of their family. They want Christian values, not even needing to mention that. They know they want Christian values to reign in their life and in those that they encounter. The amount of impressed, you know, I've been so impressed, is, is, is beyond words. Uh, driving by the Adoration Chapel at night, seeing how filled it is with people, seeing the people who want to step up and lead in different parish opportunities like in youth groups, parish council, um, seeing the amount of the fact that I don't have to convince them or ask them, you know, do you believe in what you're going to be teaching? Do you accept the church's teachings and faith and morals? And do you follow them? I almost don't even need to ask that for anybody in this parish. It is so impressive to me, and I want to acknowledge it. Just like a father sometimes sees the children and says, you did good with this. You did good, and I acknowledge it, and I'm proud of you. You You're doing very good. You have to understand, this is a very unique community. Do not take it for granted. There's no community like this that I've ever seen. Really, I'm not talking about that I've ever seen in my ministry, that I've seen. This is a very, this St. Thomas Parish especially, is a very unique community. You guys are very faithful. You love your church. You participate loudly in Mass. Uh, We're running out of place in this church to put new programs because of how many people have wonderful ideas and want to implement things and start things. Um, And even on a diocesan level, when you compare the Chaldean Diocese of St. Thomas, the Apostle, Compared to every other Eastern Diocese in the entire United States, 100% we're number one. We're number one in terms of faithfulness, in terms of growth, in terms of vocation. And I might even venture to say, even across the board in the Roman Catholic Dioceses, I mean, this is a very unique outlier. stands out. So, I want you to understand that first and be grateful for it. And I want you to know that we're proud of you and not to take this for granted. You see, communities that come to America start off with a bang. You see all the beautiful churches in downtown New York, even in downtown Detroit, and they were sponsored by the Polish immigrants, the German immigrants, the Irish, the Italians. Where are those churches now? Empty. Spica. You can hear the echoes across those beautiful monuments. We have to be careful to not take for granted the faith that we've been handed down. We have to safeguard it. Anyone who knows their basic history knows that our faith has been attacked, especially in our church, time and time again throughout history. 
How many massacres and killings? Just nine years ago, ISIS, right? Just nine, less than nine years ago. So you have a responsibility as a faithful church to safeguard these things and to be a light to others like Jesus is the Good Shepherd. To lead them to wholesome, good pasture. On your part, I want you to not take for granted this jewel of faith that has been handed down to you. I'm so impressed by it. And I don't believe this work is the work of the priests. The priests do a lot of the administration work. We do the sacraments. But you are out in the fields working. And so truly, um, not to give a big head, is why I'm giving this homily, but to charge you to say, because you're given so much, because you have these blessings, you've got to do what the Good Shepherd is leading us to do. Or you've got to translate that, communicate that life to others. You have such a blessing. I'm very impressed by you and your, your commitment, your love to what the church teaches, your acceptance of it, your readiness to share it. It's really something to behold. And so wherever you're at, spiritually, emotionally, the word of Jesus today is a word of consolation. Wherever you're at, He's saying have peace. You're going to need to store this peace because Holy Week is going to be crazy. You know how the devil is going to tempt so many of you next week when the church is going to be so hot because it's going to be packed with a lot of people who don't go to church every week. The way they see you and your patience will be a light for how beautiful this church is. The way they see you and your participation in Mass is going to reach their hearts. And so, great job, St. Thomas community. Father Pierre and I, Father Wissam, are all very honored to serve you. We're very proud of you. Please don't clap at the end of this homily. Clap for yourself in your hearts. But <laughs> we're very proud to serve you. Um, we should be clapping for you, but we all clap for Jesus, right? But nevertheless, um, I'm very proud of you. Um, keep up the good work. Keep up the good path that you're on. And we all take peace that we have such a great shepherd who's given us these blessings, the source of all good blessings that he will continue to lead us to places of safety and pasture. Amen.